You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless News Media. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Nigga Ray Cyrus, aka the, the Baron of Blouses. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co hosts. Hello, everybody. It's Candace. Uh, you know me on Twitter as Nasunuliwe PC, aka the Duchess of Dragons, aka John Snowtep, Lord of Sebi Fail. And as <laughs> usual, <laughs> we finna be on some bullshit already. <laughs> okay, all right, go off. <laughs> I did not see that one coming. <laughs> Spicing it up. <laughs> as usual the spices that them niggas think he used to kill cancer i tell you what yeah mm. listen sage mm. burn Pars- it parsley and chives <laughs> make yourself a baked potato um, <laughs> Why my friends let me be like this? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it ain't like we're going to stop your shit. <laughs> I don't know. But my <laughs> one, of, one of my, as usual, we're joined by like my, my, like one of my better halves and kind of like my, you know, my other husband. And uh, <laughs> yo, we share these wives. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> brother, husband. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Curtis the Menace, aka Trillificent, on all social media, aka the Tesla of trash, <clears throat> aka the Sultan of Segways, and I'm gonna do my best to live up to that one. But before we get started. <clears throat> Hear me, because I have something to say. I am not Jasmine Masters, but bitch, I still have something to say. (laughs) And that is this. Whoever the fuck left that soggy piece of garlic bread (laughs) on my fucking windshield at work. Don't ever let me find out who the fuck you is. <laughs> bitch, what kind of disrespectful shit? Like, garlic of all bread? this shit, bitch, I can't eat no soggy garlic bread. <laughs> you you could have left a bag of sunflower seeds on my goddamn windshield wiper. Leave some Why? viable snacks, cheap bitch. I'm like, wh- first of all, where did the garlic bread come from? Why are you eating outside in the rain? <laughs> and it was a big piece, too, like, like a Texas toast thick. <laughs> I was like, the fucking disrespect. Bitch, you wasting food. What is you doing? Big old hunk of fucking bread just on my windshield, like, hello. <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> 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 
Listen, let me tell you something. I will slap you in the face with a baguette, bitch. Don't ever let me find out who the fuck you is. You disrespectful peasant. The fuck? A fucking hunk of bread on my windshield. Ooh, you got ooh, you got to beat them the fuck up, friend. <laughs> you ever you, listen? Ooh. I'm like Mariah Lynn. I will run you over with a car, bitch. <laughs> the fuck is you doing? <laughs> Fucking hunk of bread on my goddamn windshield, <laughs> and it hold was on, rainy. On, hold on, on your luxury vehicle at that. Y'all didn't lost y'all motherfucking mind playing them type of ball headed game for people. <laughs> I mean, but listen. First of all, that's. That's a bit much. That's too much sauce. But second of all, even if I was driving a motherfucking Yaris, bitch, the disrespect. If I was in a smart car and I can fold up and put it in my back pocket, bitch, the disrespect will not be tolerated. Garlic bread, bitch. My fucking windshield. I like the most randomest thing to ever have. Who, who does that? Just randomly put some the bread on. I'm like, how did this even happen? Like, I'm trying to think, like, if it was an accident, how did this I'm happen? I'm just trying to figure out, like, what sequence of steps you take that end up saying, let me just put this bread on somebody's windshield <laughs> at work. At work. Like, you could be eating that at lunch, bitch. What are you doing? Give it away. Put it somewhere where the birds can get to it. My windshield, my nigga. Whole ass windshield. The devil of disrespect. And that leads me to another thing, and I'm going to have to drag myself a little bit, but that's fine. If I have to drag a little bit to drag others a lot, I'm fine with a little bit of self-sacrifice. So I will say this. Woo, write that down, friend. I like that. Continue. When I discovered... You just have to be a martyr. True. (laughs) Mm. So when I discovered the focaccia felony that occurred on my windshield... I happened to be on my way to do some shit that I should not have been doing. That leads me to to say this. (laughs) Stay with me. Because we're about to go left. Here we go. Um, If you are planning To put someone's genitals in your mouth, that <laughs> mouth needs to be clean. There's no reason why you should open your jaws to receive the gift of dick and it smell like the Walking Dead in there. Oh no, bitch! You are putrid. How does that even happen? Oh no, <laughs> baby, what did you do? I just like now, nobody want to ride your face and your breath smelling like a bukkake. <laughs> that is <laughs> a bukkake would have been understandable, but to smell like you have literally been mixing compost in your mouth that is unacceptable. <gasps> unacceptable. Mm. There's no reason why you open your mouth and I damn near fall from just the the sheer force of the stankness of breath. Mm. Mm. It was a bad situation. That was an omen, that piece of bread. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Clearly. <laughs> that bread was like, go home, my son. <laughs> somebody <laughs> put a hex on me. <laughs> <laughs> somebody <laughs> done put roots on me like motherfucking JoJo. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Listen, somebody had my little uh my little voodoo dog <laughs> all fucked up on Friday. <sighs> So <laughs> I say all that to say, welcome to Ratchet Ratley. <laughs> <laughs> Where magic happens. And this is the or kind don't of happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody's breath is motherfucking stinking. Listen. <laughs> Wasn't I'm... no fireworks, bitch. It was some Listerine. <laughs> That's what it needed to be because it smelled like death. Mm, I just Andale, Andale, orthodontist. Smell like asbestos. It's it's just real bad. Yes, real, real bad. Like how how you out here with your mouth smelling like you your whole body need to be condemned? People who breath is that bad. I just imagine like your insides must be screaming. Like your organs got to look like prunes because I don't understand. Any other way for your for you to be emitting any kind of smell that is not associated with Raquel Savage? Oh mm. no! Oh, mm. so you saying they insides look like Kodak Black? Got to. Mm. Just real bad, real bad. Yep. Mm. Speaking mm. of real bad, so let's get into Married to Medicine LA season one, Ooh. episode six. Defective crystal ball. Mm. So I'm gonna be honest. When I first read this show title, I was like, are they talking about a money? Or... That's exactly where my mind went. Speaking of, um, because Easter is coming, I think that is important for me to tell everyone that Imani looks like one of them chocolate Cadbury <laughs> Easter eggs. Imani looks like if Missy had been real skinny in that She's a Bitch video. Mm. Mm. Strong facts are present here, friend. Yep. Something about Imani. First, Imani. <laughs> bitch, you had on wedges when you walked into that house. And for a bitch who talks as much as you do, I expect you to dress way better. <laughs> like, I expect you to be coming with it. Like, I see why you might have so much to say about Jasmine, because you don't have any style. Yeah, you just... Mm. Mm. And, like, you've showed your ass so much in the episodes leading up to this one that I don't even really have a lot of sympathy for you with your father's situation. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, this why she got so much bad energy for some of the... For, for Jasmine, the bitch got daddy problems. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I like well, her husband. Yeah, I was gonna say I like him a lot. Yeah, he's mad cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. But so we had another episode of Imani's mama getting her to fuck together, like listen together. Her mama mm -hmm. don't play with her at the fuck all. But let her me mama tell don't you, play with nobody. The part mm -hmm. that had me screaming was <laughs> towards the end of the of the scene of the conversation. Her mama's like, "Well, your crying has made me exhausted." I was like, "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> She was like, I was not prepared for tears. I'm going to have to take a nap. Because, I mean, listen. I, maybe that's part of the theme of this of our show today. Because she ain't the only one with some daddy issues. But at a certain point, you have to detach and just realize the parent you want is not the parent you have or the parent you're going to get. 
Mm-hmm. Like at some point you have to be old enough and you have to be um in your you have to be found deep in your foundation enough to know that um your parents become human at some point. And yep. you either and I'm not saying you have to be happy or you have to excuse it, but you kind of just a little bit too old to not be reconciling your daddy issues at this point. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. you're not getting the father you want and your mom said it best. You're not going to have a relationship with your dad that you want. He don't want to be bothered. Nope. And he's going to have to reconcile with that when the time comes, he's going to have to deal with that in his own way, but let it go. You've made it this far without him. You end up becoming a psychiatrist without him. Got a loving mm-hmm. husband, an adorable kid who's playing the violin and shit. You have a lot of your, things going on for you. Your mom, your mom is bossed up enough for, to be both parents. Listen, okay, just, honestly, truly, it just is what it is. And I've been there. Trust me, I have. But at some point, I was just like, this that was just like, that's that nigga lost. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, if the network take off like I know it will, I'm going to drag him on a bigger platform. But that's just <laughs> to make his other kids feel bad. Your dad was a piece of shit. But look at me. And look mm. at y'all. Mm. But other than that, it's no point in wasting your time. Like, because I'm just saying I've been there and I've done that. Like, reaching out, reaching out, reaching out, not getting you know, the response until one day when they on their deathbed, now they want to see you. Fuck all of that. Mm. You better go eat shit until you finally kick the bucket. Raquel Savage style. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing for you. Um, But I'm glad I learned that before I got a lot older. Like, I reconciled that, like, in my teens, early 20s. Like, he ain't, he ain't the dad I want, so I don't even want to be bothered. I don't need nobody's broken, ex- you know, empty promises excuses lies i don't need a red because that's what sky baby daddy <laughs> doing today son <laughs> all them lies and them excuses i don't need none of that i'm good mm-hmm. i'm good i got mama white diamonds it's a lot of people that'll never get a mama white diamonds listen good. if we're being honest a lot of people don't deserve a mama white diamonds to be honest that's true but, you know. sometimes i don't but she loves me through it oh i just buy her a bottle and some weed we back on track. And some white diamonds. White. No, she don't need no more of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So I think Dr. Brittany and her husband Mac are really cute. They are really uh, attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really getting on my nerves about the house shit. Yeah. <laughs> I it I just you can't say you want her to further her career. You want her to have a support system and her kid and you know and the kids be able to grow up around her family and stuff like that. And then turn around and you are being as useless as possible in this house search. Yep. Well, no, it was this. Well, no, it's that. Well, no. Here's the thing. You could go somewhere for starters. Y'all could even Try to find a condo or something for the time being in a gated community where there's a pool or something. But you can't tell her you're rooting for her, but your actions say you're trying to hold up the process. Because not to be funny, if you don't like the house that she's picking out, then you need to step in and be proactive about finding a house that you feel will be suitable for your family. If not, let her pick some shit and you and them kids get y'all asses out there 
and call it a day. Like I feel him about, but you're not going to get the space you have in Orlando and LA. Nope. Let's get over it. But being the type of doctor she is, an anesthesiologist, she stands to make a shitload of money in plastic ass LA. So, I mean, get over it with your fine ass. Mm. That's all I'm they, saying. They are a very attractive couple. They mm. are. Indeed, they are. They cellophane to the motherfucker, but it's fine. You know, it's, yeah. you know. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Asha or Asia, we, I think we've been calling her Asia. I think her name is Asha. Mm. Um, she's much prettier with like light makeup. Like when she's real heavy or real colorful with her makeup, I'm like, mm. but I thought she looked pretty when she was when it was real light. Uh, so let's see. So Dr. Noel's turning 40 and she threw herself a, a masquerade ball birthday party. Um, her husband looked fine as hell at the party. Yeah. Um, Shanique's husband showed up looking like a little itty bitty niggy. Uh, what else? Jasmine brought whole fucking family. She brought the Medea family deep. reunion. Listen, she brought Medea. Deep. She brought Medea. She brought Big Mama. She brought Granny. She brought Auntie. Listen, and they she was brought- all with the shits. What was said? What was it? Excuse me, Dr. Ball, bitch. What was said? You do not have the license to address our Jasmine. Listen. They I, really... Listen, I'm with Jasmine. I don't want um, the bullshit apology that your mom had to convince you I was old. I want you to be woman enough to stand up in it and said, I was not minding my business. And because I was not minding my business, I said some derogatory things about you and your husband. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine but she said has, he just was a hater. Yeah. And like Curtis said last week, she has yet to own it. She keeps changing the narrative. Yep. Oh, I was just joking. I'm just, I, it was a joke. She, she took my joke the wrong way. Girl, we ain't friends like that. Don't joke with me. Don't play with me like that. We just said this in a pregame. We play with each other. Can't nobody else play with us. Don't play in our face. Yep. Absolutely. Don't play in my face. You're not my friend. We're not friends. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So, still a fuck you to Amani because she continues to be a bozo. Yep. <clears throat> So I thought that it was weird that Noelle decided to use her birthday party to try to heal the group, quote unquote yeah. heal. Let me tell you something. If we get to the point where I'm having a big birthday party and Jeremy and Candace don't see it for each other, guess who's not playing mediator at his birthday party? Exactly. Tell him London. Y'all will show up and at least be cordial or leave each other the fuck alone or y'all can get put out. <laughs> and I'll still love y'all tomorrow, but you're not about to play with me at my birthday party. That's a Not thing. my big 40 either. It don't matter what it is. It could be 27. It could be shit. Any kind of when, old I mean, regular ass birthday. It, it don't even I mean, matter. I, I'm more like I'm, I'll beat your ass about my mile, about a milestone birthday. Fair. Like like 40, 50, 60, 
They keep keep it. Keep it. Fair. Keep it. But like you said, any any function, mm-hmm. any celebratory function, I don't I'm not trying to hash it out with you. Nope. I'm gonna be cordial, do your thing, I'm gonna do mine, leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not playing peacemaker before, either. Yeah, and I'm not playing peacemaker. I'm not the thing that I never really understand about these shows, and this Married to Medicine, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Potomac, and etc. <clears throat> I'm not playing peacemaker with a bunch of uh old bitches. Period. Let them hoes fight. If they go fight, let them fight. And but you I'm just push- yeah. I just and- I'm not about to do that. And like yeah. Curtis said, let alone at a fucking party, a birthday party, a milestone birthday at that girl. Y'all hoes could take that shit outside the gates. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, that's a, they always use these events for these celebratory events to be peacemaking. It's like y'all not fooling nobody. Y'all just doing this to to facilitate mess. Cause don't shit ever really get resolved or fixed, or don't no peace be made. It usually makes it worse. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, we can look at Imani. She a clear example of that. <laughs> Listen. But mm. yeah, so I thought that was weird. So Sahara, the quote unquote intuitive. <laughs> After- <laughs> she <laughs> remind me of the, the Twitter. Uh, crystallers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I saw her, the whole scene of her interact, all the thing I kept saying in my head was so nasty, so rude. Mm. Yeah, some- that's the only thing I said. And like, I'm not saying she has to accept the disrespect from those ladies, but you have to have you supposed to have a better sense of self empower than to even let these ladies take you there. But they weren't even being disrespectful. Like, Britain wasn't disrespectful. She was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And this lady caught a whole attitude. Well, if you ain't going to receive, then you just need to leave, bitch. Okay, bye, bitch. I will bust you inside the head with every crystal you own. And she spraying that goddamn uh, tap water and shit all on her face. Girl, fuck you. Yep. Um, I also did not like the the predicting of was it asha to have twins yeah i feel like i feel like if that even if you felt that or saw that i feel like that's something you should have done privately yes because now people watching are going to be looking for her to get pregnant now she's just tied her whole who she is on the show into when she gonna get pregnant with twins and then if she don't get pregnant with twins you look like a fucking fraud even though you seem like a fraud to me to begin with to be quite mm. honest to be quite honest she is definitely uh professor Trelawney from Harry Potter <laughs> 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 so I'm just I just was kind of like um... professor fraud yep and then when Jasmine got up there and she just looked like a whole fool Literally, she like you're not from here. You... Jasmine, like, girl, I'm from Inglewood. <laughs> like, well, you just you must have just got a new relationship. She I've like, girl, been I've been married, married for eight years. She got married really young. Yeah, she did. Yeah, trophy wife. She, but she I ain't probably, mad. Yeah, no, that body. Listen, Listen. I, oh, I real quick. Now that I've gotten a real good look at the cast, most of I mean we clown Imani, but. This is a really attractive cast of women. Yeah, Imani yeah. has a great body, and she's pretty. Imani, 
She just yeah, Mike has a great, she she just got a nasty attitude. Mm-hmm. But this is a really attractive group of women, and even not just like light brown, dark, whatever. They are very fucking stunning. Yep. Yep. With very attractive husbands. Asha reminds me of Andrea Kelly a little bit. Yeah, I think you said that. <laughs> and she from Chicago. That's what's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. So we'll see. Um, she looked like she giving Imani an exorcism next week. So that's yeah. I was something. gonna say. So the 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 healer is not done. Mm. So we'll pick back up on that next episode. That bitch pulled out a speculum. <laughs> if any of our listeners don't know what a speculum is, <laughs> oh, good luck, she everybody. She definitely pulled out the pap smear instrumentation to do mm. an exorcism on Imani. So that'll be <laughs> interesting. Yeah. You yeah. going to jail that way. <laughs> all I can think of is just looking like, Noel, this is your friend. Mm-hmm. You, a and Noel, medical doctor. And- and Noel is Noel and uh, Asha. See, she knows she don't know shit. Listen, bitch, you, you a liar. Her, take her in that Kanika line ass wig going somewhere in that water bottle. <laughs> oh, flame, flame retarding ass wig wearing woman on some goddamn wear. Yeah. You know who she reminds me of. Remember that one hippie teacher from uh, Recess? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember her name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But yeah, that's who she reminded me of. So that's that on that. So as I guess a little special treat, we are actually going to cover Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. So part one of the season 11 reunion, we watched it. Uh, I didn't have a lot of notes, but I think there's some stuff we can get into. Um, I didn't care about a lot of the <clears throat> Portia stuff. Um, Andy was shady as hell for making that joke about Portia naming that baby Phaedra. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I was like, Andy, you shady me. Listen, I was like, that was all. You have to do that, Andy. You have to do that. Yeah, and I appreciated Portia keeping her foot on Nene neck. Yeah, listen, listen yeah, yeah. She's like Lenithia, what we not gonna do, sweetie. Lily, Lily. Listen, Nene was she was a lot. Yeah. Well, before we get to Nene, because that's let me tell you something. One thing that I got from the reunion, from part one of the reunion, is when Nene says that that's her show, she's absolutely right. Um, because a majority of this reunion, if you look at if you've seen the previews, um, revolve around Nene. And these girls, I wish they were smart enough to disengage and take her storyline from her. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they can't seem to. Like in the grand scheme of things, Nene mind she mind fucks the cast every season to get to get that returning peach. Everything is about her. This whole reunion, we get some like Curtis said, we get some generic shit here and there, like the shit with Portia and. Talk about Cynthia's boyfriend and Candy and the surrogate, but the real nitty gritty shit, it's all revolving around Nene. Every last bit of it. Mm-hmm. So do if do you honestly think the person who keeps the most shit going is not going to return to the show? And she does it within reason. She's not doing Phaedra level of bullshit. Yeah, it's levels of mess. 
She's not on Phaedra level, but she does just enough that every every reunion, it revolves around her and what she has had going all season long. Um, but uh, Eva, you a beautiful, shady mess, and you need to own it. Please own because, it, yes. Because talking about what I consider shady and what y'all consider, no, sweetheart, you shady. are shady as fuck. Yeah, shady, 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 beloved. And uh, and it's not surprising that you shady. Like I don't think anybody is not expecting you to be right. Yeah, own that shit. You own, own it. You own Real You're Housewives on the of show. Atlanta. Thank own it. You. you are on this show for a reason. There are no sweethearts and darlings on these Real Housewives shows. Not a literally, one. literally none of them. Not even the, even the sweet ones be shady. Look at fucking Cynthia. Cynthia plays sweet as pie, but that bitch is she is like she's meticulous with her bullshit. Mm -hmm. She gonna orchestrate it. You might not notice it at first, but there are no sweethearts. There are no darlings on these TV shows. You're not brought on to be the sweetheart or the darling. You're brought on because you're shady, and you can facilitate some mess in some form or or another. However, I think Candy did the fucking most about that comment that she said Eva made about Shamia. Like she said, she's not black with a Q. Well, first of all, what the fuck does that mean? But then Eva was lying. <laughs> I was talking about the music group Black. She was she was in the music group Black, so I don't even know how that even correlated. Yeah, She wasn't I in the music group. She was for sure in the music group, beloved. Yeah, for me, I I agree. Candace, you know, kind of did a lot, but for me, I was just like, even just stand up in your shit, you will be in shady, yeah. and it is what it is. Yeah, like, I like the, yeah. the best that I got was it was a shady joke that didn't quite land about mm -hmm. her career more yeah. so than people's skin tone. Correct. But that that would have involved her admitting she was shading her lack of a career now. <laughs> right. And she didn't want to do that. Uh, yeah. Right, exactly. Because you see how she's playing nice with uh, Cynthia now, so mm -hmm. that makes sense. Right. Oh, I, I said she's mother. You, girl, you, listen, the few episodes that I have watched, girl, you have called Cynthia old every chance you fucking got. Yeah. As fuck. She's old. She's a OG model. We don't do it like that no yeah, more. Yeah, she's a relic. And mm -hmm. Cynthia, oh, scary ass. Like, girl, mm -hmm. I take it as a compliment. Somebody calling you a, a saying you do shit the old way, your walk is old, and this, that, and the third. What are you talking about? That is not a compliment, beloved. It's that not is a like, compliment. that is like direct shade. Talking about she the mother of it. She's not even that. Like, yes, Cynthia is beautiful. Yes, she modeled, but you're going to have to go through a whole long laundry list of actual super successful supermodels that would hold that title far before Cynthia Bailey. And that's just that on that. And yep. I, I mean, you're not going to catch a, a a mother, like a Bertha of modeling being on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So Listen, Naomi Campbell is still walking runways. Correct. In her 50s, isn't she? Mm. Yes. Yeah. She is the mother of it all. Mm -hmm. Still look good. Mm -hmm. Not Cynthia Bailey. Beautiful woman. Beautiful yeah. gowns. Good luck, everybody. Insecure. Like Nene said, Cynthia insecure. And I, <laughs> since we here, since I'm not insecure. Up. You are insecure. We have seen, we have literally seen Cynthia be with Peter when she shouldn't have been with Peter, marry Peter, divorce Peter, jump into another relationship because she saw that Peter was dating somebody already. 
Up until she found out Peter was dating someone else, Cynthia was still trying to have brunch and lunch with Peter every chance she got. And he was paying her whole dust. Dust. And when Peter went and got to another relationship and was like, girl, you wanted a divorce. What the fuck we got to talk about? That's See, Cynthia really don't know men like she claims she do. Because if she knew how Jamaican men work, she knew that wasn't it. Peter wasn't ever about to play with her. If we can't be married, bitch, why is we here? We not yep. BFFs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you got she went Leon in. for that <clears throat> with his fine ass. That that's the only relationship I really want to see. To we honest. have gotten two. We have gotten two relationships from Cynthia that no nobody ever asked for. The one mm-hmm. relationship we want to see play out on TV. She keeping my man in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Just scary mm-hmm. ass girl. Yeah, you are insecure. And we see it because every relationship Cynthia been in since Peter guy she dated always seemed rushed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even shit, when just everybody gave season. her heads, yeah, people gave her heads up about the guy, like the dude Eva was talking the, about. The wheel guy, she, yeah. <clears throat> she was, she was being a whole bozo, whole bozo about that. But according to um, Nini, was on the talk, the real. And Cynthia's engaged to this new guy, so... Oh, the heel guy? Yeah, and and Nene was like, you know, it's a storyline, and we see what happens, you know, when people are getting married and having babies. They get spinoff episodes, spinoff specials, and I'm truly sick of Nene, but she didn't lie. You know, we've seen the the spinoffs that come from these storylines and shit like that. You know, Portia's going Portia has a spin-off about the baby, right? The the baby or maybe they are giving her a wedding spin-off, you know. I think it's the and, baby shower, I think, because P- Pixel was leaking and they showed a trailer for it and everybody was clowning it because it was like, girl, this little janky is fuck. Yeah, man. so so like I'm I'm not uh totally saying that Nini is wrong about that. Bravo will cut the check for a spinoff if you're pregnant or getting married. So while she might like the guy, we know, a, a girl, it's okay to take an opportunity when you see it. Everybody else didn't got a spinoff when they got married or had a baby. Why not you? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and that's... that's but that to reiterate that. your point, this is still not what we ordered. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't, I don't care about any of this. I would like to see you and Leon having sex in y'all 50s. Correct. Thank you. Agreed. Silver sneaker sex. That's what they call old people. Nigga. Write that down for the show time. <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, um, it was kind of nice to see that uh, Candy and Portia are in a good place. Yeah. Um, yeah. They fought enough. Like they dragged that shit yeah, out for we, two we seasons. Said, so. Didn't we say that like last season? Like okay, shit, we said that two enough. seasons ago. Shit. Like either either be friends or leave each other the fuck alone. But we yeah. is tired of being reminded that she was in cahoots with Phaedra. Yeah. And, and also, um, we were dragging everybody else for keep bringing it up and using it as a weapon to stir shit up. Yeah. And then. Um, Shamia's wig was a fucking mess. 
<laughs> Shamia is a mess. And when <laughs> Eva was like, "Girl, your dress too long," but I mean, it looked cute sitting down. Oh, <laughs> again, and you she, shaded motherfucker. Just stand up in it, Eva. And then she like, "Oh, you look like a tree, a beautiful motherfucking tree, girl." Eva was snatched. Yes. Okay, and I love short hair, Eva. I was I gonna, gonna say I like a little haircut. Hair, yeah. Yeah, she looks. She she was best dressed to me. So, but I don't yeah. expect anything less from a model. So correct. I she like Candy's hair. I did. Candy looked nice. Yeah, she Candy did. Looked, I mean, everybody looked nice. Um, yeah. yeah, I wasn't even mad at Shamia dressed. That wig was just a fool, baby. Well, we like know you, 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 you on the cast with too many girls with decent weaves and wigs to have came on with that goddamn wig on your head sitting like that. I mean, mm. it is her first season, so mm-hmm. <laughs> she ain't got to the bag yet. Yeah, and she ain't top build, so you know. And we know uh, her and Ronnie bouncing them shoulders ain't paying no fucking <laughs> bills. <laughs> yeah, bouncing them wigs. I uh... <laughs> I don't understand what the fuck Nene was talking about with Eva. Talking about she didn't like something Eva said when Eva was like, Nene, it's not all about you. Yeah, because she didn't lie. She didn't lie. And Nene's like, did you know anything was going on when we were actually filming? She's like, no. So you got a problem after you saw the show or after they showed you clips in the green screen or whatever the shit came from. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. You still was always doing the fucking most at everything this season. Every flash, every clip they rolled back, Nene was always doing too fucking much. And I'm going to get into my theory about why I think her energy was just so fucking nasty this whole season. Because Nene could be a bitch, but she really upped the ante this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her taking digs at Portia while she's pregnant, like, ne- listen, Nene, you are 50 fucking years old. You old have had fuck. two babies, and them two babies is big than a motherfucking. I know they was born big. <laughs> Both your sons big than a bitch, bitch. Yes, they big as hell, or bigger shit. No, they bigger than her. She over there with two motherfucking gargoyles. She bitch. She, she, she is over, over there with, with Sasquatch and big fucking foot. She, she you didn't have no reason digging at that woman while she's pregnant. Like I just do not understand. But Nene, let me say this. Nene's never has Nene has never been a girl's girl on that show. If Ever. we really sit back and take a look about it, she's never been a woman's woman. You know what I'm saying? She always keeps something going with women for whatever reason she could keep it going. But I just felt like digging at Portia's body and shit about that, like while she's sitting there pregnant than a motherfucker. She said the baby was doing two weeks. So that means Portia was damn near nine months pregnant when it's filmed. Girl, you, of all yeah. the shit you could say about Portia, you ain't have to talk about her body. Calling her a blimp, a blimp and shit like that on her breath. Like Nene, she was doing a lot. Mm-hmm. With, um, with, with her. Well, never mind. Never mind. That mm-hmm. nose, that nose, and that hair looking the way that they do, Nene. Listen, Nene, her face, her face gives me Phantom Nene's, of Phantom of yeah. Atlanta. Nene is ugly, and she gonna always be ugly. But some of the shit that she does with that hair. It works completely against her. Yep. Yep. First of all, Nene does not look good to me with long hair. And I don't care if it's pulled back in a ponytail or not. 
Nene is one of those people that I will minus that Frankenstein wig the many seasons ago, but Nene, one of those people that hmm. looks good with short hair. I like the blonde on her, but the long wigs and shit, baby, that's not it for you. And if you're going to wear long hair, wear your long hair. Yeah. Because them wigs look plastic, baby. Them wigs, child. Them they wigs. look like sandwich bags, girl. <laughs> they look as plastic as that nose. The nose. Mm-hmm. 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 Speaking of that nose, when they Can got what the leeks is cooking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when they got to um the girls talking about because we they ain't really get in they ain't dig deep deep yet they never do on the first part of reunion but they brought up um how that moment where Nini asked on social media like is it normal for people going through you know cancer and other type of illnesses to be mean and mean to the point where they are mean to the people around them and her venting and you know, them rolling the footage of the girl saying she ain't got no business saying that. Keep it in your house. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Nene is in a unique situation. And I almost wish that Nene had taken this season off to deal with this, with Greg's health. Um, because her energy has been so nasty and if Greg has been treating her the way that she say that he has, I imagine that that radiated off of her with the girls this season. Greg, nasty to her. She's been nasty to everybody else. Like, yeah, it's they, just. They're going to have him, I want to think, probably like maybe part. And three. he looks, and not, not looks bad, but he looks like cancer is whooping his ass. Like trying to trying to stay healthy, even if they got most of it, we don't know if they got it all or if any has returned or, you know, what his treatment is like or what's going on, because that's an uphill battle. Yeah. So. And then he's just older, so he's not able to recover like if he was going through this in his 30s. Like Nene is damn near 50s and Greg is in his 60s. Mm-hmm. So dealing with stage three cancer in your 60s, that shit is whooping Greg Leak's ass. And we, again, are constantly wishing him the best with his health. But um, telling her how she should vent or, you know, if I see Curtis tweeting something about, you know, I'm about to lose it and I'm his friend, I'm not going to get on Twitter or or TV and be like, Curtis need to keep that shit to himself. I'm going to reach out to Curtis to say, hey, I saw you tweeting, you know, seem like you having a rough go at it. You need to talk. You good. What's up? Just checking on you. To see people who say that your friends tell you how you should react to dealing with a husband who has cancer. Come on, y'all. Really? My only thing with that is I could see it. If they had done it from an angle of you are not a regular person, you're not, you know what I mean? Like you have some celebrity about you. So 
anything that you tweet is going to be taken differently because of your status. But they didn't spin it like that. It was just like, girl, you don't need to be doing that. And I'm just like, eh. I mean, y'all on the I camera wouldn't... saying that, but are y'all reaching out to her and trying to figure out and try how you can help her? I agree and with I, you there. Yeah, And not only that, though, as much... So there's a lot of negativity that comes from social media. We know that firsthand. We see it all the time. But there's another side of Twitter where you... A lot of people going through a lot of different things um, find support in social media because um, as devastating as it is to Nene and Greg and their family, they're not the first people to experience what they're going through right now. And one of the things Nene said, and then I even looked at her mentions when it was going on, it was so many people in her mentions like, yeah, my husband, you know, was diagnosed with stage four, this stage three, that was diagnosed with this type of cancer. And he was like, it, he was a shell of himself, not even just physically, but emotionally and how he dealt with me and our family and our friends. And like, it really broke me down. So like there was some support there from everyday people who are dealing with what they're going through. Um, but like you said, Curtis, there is the element of you are always on the summer jam screen for what you're associated with. And maybe, you know, reach out to friends or family before you, you know, vent on social media. But even then, like you said, like, if I see you going through that, I'm going to reach out to you and check on you versus telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing in that moment. However, girl, Nene, girl. It's like she had a point, then she took it right back by being a fucking bozo. She will always have a point on that, but the weeks leading the week leading up to the reunion, when Portia leaked all those text messages between her and Nene, Ooh. girl, mm. Nene, mm. bozo, mm. bitch. <laughs> That's the tweet. Girl. Mm. Unfucking necessary. Un the fuck necessary. You are a big old grown bitch, okay? <laughs> big old big bitch. Old, big, <laughs> old, big old bitch. Big, big old big old bitch. Come on. Come on, big boy V Stallion. <laughs> big Blouse the Stallion. <laughs> you, uh, that shit was so unnecessary. Like, I almost wonder was that set up? Like, is that real? Because I cannot imagine somebody Nene's age engaging like that. Somebody who claims to have all this class, all this poise, all this money, you know, it's her show, she run it, and you are letting somebody take you out your hookup like that. And we know Portia could be a scandalous bitch. That ain't nothing. That's hit. We know the history of Portia. Mm-hmm. But girl, text yeah. me, I'll message. Baby, I'm not finna for I'm not finna argue with Nan motherfucker through no iMessage. I'm gonna tell you that. Baby, you're going to have to tap the phone to catch me slipping. You're going to have to get a wiretap on me because I'm not going to give you a piece of ammo to do exactly what you set up there and fucking did. Mm -hmm. And And I'm not going to argue with no bitch that just had no baby. 
I'd have mm. been like, girl, go change that baby diaper. Leave me alone. Take care, Portia. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, she was just out of her element. Like, Portia didn't even really have to respond and, like, drag her. Portia was just like, girl, you off the fuck over. Like, this is unnecessary. What are you doing? And then the insults that Nene was throwing, talking about her weight and talking about her pregnancy and talking about her looks. And it's like, now, Nene. When Nene, Nene said, been fine, I almost spit out my water. I, fine where? Mm. Been fine must be Lanithia for a bitch you tried because been fine. Mm, mm, mm. Wasn't that mm. was that on Twitter where somebody was like, "Girl, when were you ever fine? You were a mediocre stripper at best," and mm. something something like that was going off. I was like, "Ooh, that well, I mean, me, that was me." <laughs> <laughs> well, that was no, that was me. No well, lies detected, there, friend, because. Um, Okay, because when when we go back to the first seasons of Real Housewives and see Nene, she looked fifty then. Can you imagine that big old Smokey the Bear bitch on somebody's pole? <laughs> only you can put. Only you can slide down. <laughs> only you can prevent somebody from throwing ones everywhere. Okay, because not like that. No. Yeah, Nene, yeah. Nene ain't the one. It was just one season where Nene looked because it goes back to what she was saying about her hair. Like that one season where she had that short hair, that short brown hair, she looked okay then. Yeah, we use okay loosely. Well, yeah, so does she. We do what we can, yeah. <laughs> well, well, she uses fine know. very loosely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm, been fine, huh? Mm. Been a bozo, <laughs> yeah. But been mm-hmm. fine. Uh, mm. Maybe she's speaking. Maybe she's speaking Mediterranean. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just can't know. imagine Nene at any age and no sexy draws trying to shake. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they had that lingerie party and Nene looked a fucking mess. <laughs> 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 North remembers. <laughs> we do not forget. Nene in her mind, like, woo, and everybody else, like, she look a trash. Yes. Mm. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens on the next part of the reunion. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'm yeah. watch. We'll see what happens, and if it's good, then maybe we'll cover it. But if it's kind of like lacking, then um, we may not, since we didn't watch the season. There's really no point in us covering a a week reunion part mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see we um, might get some i think the next episode is gonna have marlo on there which mm, oof. 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 marlo is mm, boy that must be some easy pussy because <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, even rich white men, no matter what they look like, like y'all. Mm. 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 I don't okay. know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Mar- well, I mean, Marlo did scam her way to the. Well, I was gonna say top, but that's not accurate. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she scammed her way to Marlo, the Marlo. You could have stopped that. Marlo did scam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could have left it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, let's take a break. All right, so let's get into Black Ink Crew. So this is season, is it seven or season eight? Whatever. Uh, Episode 19, Peace Out, America. All right. Um, so I, I I had a question before I even watched the episode, and I was gonna ask whatever happened with the investigation of who threw the brick through the window. But we see that hasn't gone anywhere, and we'll get to. They never out. fucking investigated it because they they didn't care. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's the shop in Harlem. Like, are we? And it's C's and Teddy. Like I said, they clearly they have reputation for being big niggas. So correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Mama Bay is leaving to go back to Korea. Um mm-hmm. shout out to Young Bay. Be the child the be the child that Young Bay is to her mama because she brought her mama in just long enough to get some checks and then send her back on home with some, some dollars in her pocket. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I ain't mad. her her visa was probably up. Her her tra- her visiting visa was probably up, and uh, you know she's heading on back. She's probably sick of being around them niggers. And because uh, <laughs> who would me? I was about to say between between them niggers and the Telemundos. She like let me That's get back to Korea. <laughs> 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 Let me get on up out of here. Between the fried chicken and the tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chicken and Chipotle. She's had enough. She wants some. She wants to go home and have some authentic kimchi. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but them throwing that party and hiring those strippers was super weird. That was me. a lot. That was a lot. Y'all are doing a lot. Like a she lot. was cute Don't. and fun, and then y'all ruined it by doing too fucking much. Shit, young shit. As soon as they walked in, young bay was look. Young bay and her mom was looking like, "What the fuck is this?" And also trying to smash cake in her mom's face was really fucking weird. Yeah, Walt yeah. trying to put his finger all in her face like that shit was weird. Like. I know y'all like her mama and everything, but that's still somebody mama. Like, right? Like y'all doing a fucking lot. I, I would want to get from around y'all too. Shit, expeditiously. Uh, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ti. Mm, no me. <laughs> With no herpes on the lip. <laughs> he really needs to start putting some makeup on that because, well, I don't watch shit T.I. has to say anyways, so never me mind, friends. Yep. Eat Good shit, T.I. Mm-hmm. Maybe why he got it. He been eating shit. <laughs> <laughs> he been hitting up that sandwich, though. Hi, E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga, the chit this wasn't clean. Oh no. Super disgusting. I hate us for real. Give a new meaning to the word trap museum. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the clap music. 
What is wrong with you? Uh, a lot of things, friend. Pray for me. True. And, and what's wrong with him though? Because mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. Damn. He light skinned too, so that shit. Layuck. Layuck. <laughs> oh well. The king, hey, we are the, terrible. <laughs> the, the, the king of genital wars. So I tell you what. Um. Let's listen before we do our major dragon. Let's talk about Tati losing Isaiah crackhead over some dick ass because this is truly going through withdrawal. This bitch is truly going through it over some shit that she did. Like, mm. here's the thing. You got two choices with a motherfucker that playing you for cheap. Leave them or have a conversation, straighten it out, and go about your business. It has literally been weeks of Tati losing her shit about about Teddy having coffee with Crystal to discuss Tati's behavior. Um, We established last episode that you had a right to feel the way that you did, Tati, but you really dragged it because... Crystal do not seem to want absolutely nothing to do with Teddy. She do not even like in the, in this current episode when they are panning the camera, Crystal and Teddy are typically on the other side of the room. That's how much she don't want to be caught up in y'all dumbass bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you got in Teddy's face to the point where you kept going so much that the nigga was like, all right, I'm not about to deal with this. Fuck you, bitch. And here you is sitting your dumb, goofy, enchilada eating ass on the couch, Putin, bitch, after you'd have had a Chipotle bowl. You're you nasty, was nasty bitch. bitch. You're you a nasty mm. bitch. You, you flatulent flouter. Curtis. Shit. <laughs> 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 Show title. Flatulent <laughs> flauta. God damn it. The racism. <laughs> the racism jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, queasy quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> nasty bitch and i'm talking about she even looked bad like tati don't look like she had a bath since her and teddy broke up Mm -hmm. like she looks really fucking nasty like she definitely like and i said this in the pregame like the bitch look like she is definitely peeing and just pulling her panties up and not wiping (laughs) like the bitch looks really fucking nasty right now like her hair look greasy as fuck her skin look bad. Her clothes look terrible. Like, bitch, what are you doing? She and like... then, go, go ahead, ahead. get it off your chest. I was finna say, she on her confessional, she looking like the backside of a mobile home, and it's just real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she do. She look like what Melanie and uh, Lalo was sleeping in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a used RV. She do. It's just... Mm-hmm. I, and ima- imagine, imagine... Imagine looking from well, I'm, well. I'm not gonna say Tati was ugly, but imagine letting a nigga that ain't shit take you through that in on national TV. Yes, I don't yes. give a fuck if I had to cry myself to sleep at night once the cameras was gone. 
you're not finna see me letting no, no nigga like Teddy take me out my hookup. Like like Toki said, they built a lake. A nigga that's built like a big titty bitch is not about to be taking me out my hookup <laughs> on national TV, and I don't give a fuck. Okay. Listen, because Teddy is definitely built like Takara. Oh, he definitely no. is. <laughs> oh, top model bitch. Oh, oh buxom, buxom ass nigga. Oh, nigga oh. mad, nigga mad, busty. <laughs> busty ass Brooklyn nigga, a Bronx nigga. <laughs> busty from the Bronx. You, you, you know, you know, Teddy got pictures for Tita Tuesday somewhere in his phone. Uh, Absolutely, like child, girl, and to boot, the bitch is keeping up shit with everybody else because she miserable. Ain't nothing worse than a miserable bitch because they want to make everybody cause her own misery. And let me, I got a quote that I want to read very quickly. And uh, it says that accountability feels like an attack when you're not ready to acknowledge your own behavior. That is. Mm. Like you have taken absolutely no accountability for this situation. Like, yeah, it with Teddy and Crystal did may have seemed sneaky, but they literally do not appear to be having no type of romantic dealings with each other. The only person that's still bothered literally is Tati. Yeah. Literally. A nigga, a nigga couldn't see me that bothered and I gotta work with him. Because we Mm-mm. know Teddy don't give a fuck because it's Teddy. We got history of the type of nigga that he is. And Teddy Chris- might even give a fuck, but he again he got enough pride not to let that uh mild Taco Bell sauce eating bitch see him sweat. Mm. A sweating salsa bitch. I mean, he's sweaty in general, but y'all know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Proverbially yeah. sweat, but yeah. she's yeah. keeping shit up with everybody else. The shit that she did with Bay and with Bay and Kitty. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that to. Curtis and Jeremy, because <coughs> when Curtis brought this up, he had some heat on his chest about what her funky ass was doing. You know what, Jeremy? Go ahead. <coughs> so let me now <coughs> let me say this. Nigga done cleared his throat and everything. Okay. <laughs> Multiple times at that. No, no, <laughs> no let me. me clear my throat. I love us for real. But now, do I think Kitty was uh, being being a bit much for speaking on Bay Mama? Yes, because we not the North remembers Kitty when your old simple ass couldn't do the goddamn books and you thought money was missing because you your stupid ass couldn't account for pending transactions. So the North remembers that you're not the brightest. Well, I mean, you're all from D.C., so that kind of just self-explanatory. Oh, oh but <clears throat> what I will say is, could a kitty have shut the fuck up? Absolutely. But Tati, you Zelda-looking bitch, <laughs> you had no business carrying that bone and putting some top, some sauce on that bone in some order to store... Tapatio. Listen, and I don't know where you got it from because you look broken, you can't afford a bitch. So I don't know who the fuck you stole it from, but that's not my business. But what is my business is dragging you because you want everybody to be miserable because you over here looking like all my life I had the salsa over Teddy bitch ass. Mm-hmm. And you causing friction when it don't need to be. You up here lying on Kitty. What Kitty said was she was happy that baby mama is gone because gone because that was a it it was a, what she said it was 
hard to account for two receptionists. Yeah, which, it wasn't which, in the budget to have two receptionists. Which, which that too is a lie. And we, you could have, but y'all bitches stupid. Let me tell you something. Cool. Every time they let huh, mm. you people. Come on, you people. <laughs> <laughs> by you people. Let me put I my sism ears on. Okay. <laughs> let, me time let me tune into the frequency. <laughs> Every let time me. they let you sombreros on <laughs> black TV shows, <laughs> y'all do the fucking most. Oh, no. But absolutely. Because Tati, bitch. You lied and stirred up that shit saying, saying that Kitty was talking about Nico. Kitty ain't bring up nothing about young bae child. Not one goddamn thing. You just want everybody to be miserable like you because you up here looking like you ain't showered in 84 years over Teddy. When literally nobody is bothering you, nobody is bothered about you. Like Candace said, even if Teddy is, he got enough sense, which is, you know, shocking. That is awkward. That is awkward as fuck because it's Teddy. But, you know, good luck. Good luck, everybody. But <clears throat> you ain't have no business stirring up no shit when it didn't need to be. If if Kitty wanted to say that, was she out of line? A little bit, but that was nothing. That was not your business. And for a bitch that want for a bitch that wanted people to not be in your business, how you inserting yourself in other people's business is beyond me. You got enough going on. You listen. You done got beat the fuck up since you've been on this show. And based on the previews, I mean, we'll have to see the fight, but you may possibly get another one. Because, listen, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Tokyo was looking, you were doing all that performing in that goddamn preview, and Tokyo was like, bitch, I will eat you. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you this in regards to that preview and that uh, bout of fisticuffs that is coming. Tokyo, mm. let me tell you. The seven ways you will be disowned if you let. If you lose that fucking fight, bitch, <laughs> bitch, do not ever bring your ass back to Houston. <laughs> Pumba, you are excommunicated. Don't you even think about stepping foot back in the Bayou City if you let that motherfucking soft chicken taco ass bitch beat your ass. And that's what I have to say on that. Listen, you still look like Timon. <laughs> you know that one um, picture slash meme of somebody posted a picture of him, and then they was like, <laughs> next to it, they posted like a piece of bread. <laughs> And they was like, hey. <laughs> that's crystal. Like, bitch, your uh, head look like some fucking ciabatta bread. Like, girl, <laughs> ciabatta. Hakuna Matoki. Hakuna Matoki. Hakuna Matoki. Hakuna disowned if you get beat the fuck up by that. You better not Ohio. get beat the fuck up. Listen, you better, you better, you know what, Toki, you better channel that crazy ass energy that you had when you first got introduced on the show. When you right when you was yeah, breaking listen. out of that fucking present, cussing people out for no reason. That, listen, that's the energy you better come with these hands, because bitch, if you get beat the fuck okay. up, by 
if she swung on you first, that's oh, one oh. thing. But you better come back in that shit like Storm when she was fighting that bitch in the fucking dungeons. Listen, you better square oh, how. Kitty can't fight, so I don't know why. <laughs> she was trying to fight. I don't fight know baby. why she putting on because we saw a babe beat up the Mexican tattoo artist that ended up quitting real bad. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't really want no smoke with Bay. Okay. <laughs> Right, because she don't channel every uh kung fu martial artist she ever watched on TV growing up. Okay, so crouching, ti- crouching tiger, hidden bay, all upside down. <laughs> she about to be uh Bay Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Show enough. <laughs> I was about to be really, really racist. <laughs> I was about to be super racist. Come on, friend. Uh, <laughs> Come on. No, no, no. The Easy moment has me. passed. The moment has passed. But <laughs> every so, like, because Sky, Sky sets up this like laser tag so that that she could try to get the shot back on track and um. She puts Teddy in charge, and Teddy's not doing a bad job. Scott left some pretty detailed instructions. And here comes Tati talking shit, and and everybody dragged her. Everybody. (laughs) He first tried it with Ted, like, oh, you only picking that side because it's more women. He said, no, I'm only picking this side because your dumb ass ain't on it. Uh, She didn't have nothing for that. Mm. Uh, Then she takes a jab at uh, Crystal, and Crystal jabbed her ass back. She like, listen, you only going through it because my everything don't revolve around a man like it do for you. So that's on you. Everybody laughing at her. So mm-hmm. everybody laughing at Tati. And she and then she going to pick out uh, Kitty. Like, oh, and you fake too. And Toki, you fake. Bitch, everybody fake because that man didn't cut you off from that uh, Jenny Craig dick. Mm. But well, I mean, I don't know what you want me to, what you want Crystal, everybody to say. But Crystal absolutely called it. Like she, Tati is definitely a pick me. She definitely is a pick me. Like I know the kind of definition of what pick me is being kind of skewed because listen, y'all be with the fuck wild. But anyway, you know, that's not my business, but she definitely is exactly what Crystal said. Like it, all her actions, she literally, literally has been losing it. All over Teddy. Like, you can't tell me she ain't a pick me and value everything a man over every damn thing. And a man that she like, that got her beat the fuck up since she been in the shop. Say literally one more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She's gotten beat up a whole lot in the shop and. We never. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not working nowhere where I get beat the fuck up ever. If I listen, ever have listen. a job and I get my I'm... ass whooped, I am quitting. I will not show my face again. I'm not working somewhere like Black Ink. Period. Okay, because it True. just looks yeah. like hepatitis in a tattoo shop form. But <laughs> like, like Curtis said, if Every time I have an altercation at my job, it leads to somebody beating the shit out of me. I got to go find me a new job, baby. And I'm following workers' comp on you hoes. That's it. You, y'all going to jail. Somebody going to jail. That way. And I don't care 
However, Period. they never get to the laser tag because Young Bay and Kitty get into it, and Kitty coward ass starts lying. I didn't say nothing about your mom. If I had something to say to you, I would say it. And here come Big Fish and VH1 with their messy asses rolling that beautiful uh, refried footage. And Kitty is saying something about her mother. Not nearly what Tati said, but right. still, like Jeremy said, saying some shit that she should have kept to her motherfucking self and went on about her fucking day. Um, you know what, real quick, hand is like that's and also what makes Kitty look even worse is because. She did. She pulled Tati away from getting the getting the fuck dragged. And it's like you pulled her away trying to de-escalate the situation, but you pulled her away and literally started being messy. Like it makes you look even worse, Kitty. Well, Kitty don't really do shit now. She sucks his dick, so she's been on the payroll since. And we true. can be honest about it. That's true. Uh she gave C some of that sloppy, sloppy DC top. With a little mumbo sauce on it, mm-hmm. and the bitch been on the payroll since, and that's just okay. But mm-hmm. she really's not doing anything in terms of being a, a brand ambassador. She's not really taking care of any business that we see on the show. The bitch always just sitting on the couch with a musty weave. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's yeah. it's fuck you too, Kitty, because you ain't had a license to to do all of that. Let <laughs> Bay worry about Bay Mama, okay? Right. Yep. You then, do not have uh, you do not have the license to enter this dojo. You don't have the counting skills or the math skills or the reading skills, bitch. You I think Kitty is illiterate. Let me get that off my chest. You cannot read and you cannot do math. You cannot do numbers, bitch. You can't do reading, writing, or arithmetic, bitch. And you are really dragging my spirit down because, yes, y'all could afford two fucking receptionists because the whole purpose of inviting Mama Bay to work at the shop was because you wanted to have a receptionist when Toki was off because tattoo shops are pretty much open seven days a week. So you basically do need two receptionists and one is part-time, which Bay's mom was the part-time receptionist. And as you can see, she was there when they was gone gambling. No, she was there. Yeah. She was there when they was gone gambling, which is how she got the letter about the lawsuit. So mm-hmm. as you can see, young Bay mama did the job that they was paying her to do. Yeah. So like I said, bitch, you cannot add. You is not good with numbers. You cannot read. Go sit your stupid ass down somewhere and leave everybody alone. Because if you would have been minding the business that paid you, mm. none of this would have been happening. But since you couldn't do that, bitch, young Bay almost beat you the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to get beat the fuck up. And as with Toki, bitch, if you get beat up by that Korean woman, don't come back around here no more. <laughs> you stay gone, bitch. We don't want you. Listen, you ain't got you- hands. You ain't got reading. You ain't got writing. And you ain't got counting, bitch. You are empty. <laughs> you are soulless, bitch. Bankruptcy. You are morally and intellectually bankrupt, bitch. And physically bankrupt. Cause you ain't got hands, and your weave stank. But anyways, uh, and you gave C some pussy. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know, that's the most 
He need to call the FBI on you for that alone. <laughs> you, you need, need to, to be, be a bad bitch. You need to be arrested for giving that man some pussy. No, she Steve, need to be quarantined. Listen. Steve's and Teddy talked all that shit about Donna having work done and not getting her teeth fixed, and her and C's missing the same tooth. Mm. So, well, well, let's let's get to the root. Um, Sky in this store. Mm. Listen, mm. I don't know. Good, good luck, Sky, with this venture. I know that you really, really want to prove to yourself that you can do this, but mm. I don't know, beloved. Like, how many grand openings you gonna need to still not sell merchandise? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's gonna be, be a grand closing real soon. I mean, because from what I gleaned, you're not even selling no fly shit. <laughs> like, yeah, you selling typical. regular ass AliExpress clothes. Like, I was just about to say it's run of the mill AliExpress bullshit. So, yeah, it ain't nothing unique. It's nothing that that show stopping. It's just regular. Ass, like, it ain't even don't even deserve to be called a boutique, bitch. You done did nothing but open up a city trends and put a fancy name on it. I was just about to say, bitch, you ain't even bedazzled them goddamn swimming suits. Nothing. But yeah, good luck. Um, so it looks like Sky and Charmaine made up at the second grand opening party. Charmaine came in with that little ass uh tuxedo dress on that she could hardly fit. She <laughs> looked like a breath stink too. Well, well that's always yeah, and Charmaine is a thick bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Nick was there. He looked Nico like look like looking how he looked. Looking Safari like. was there being mixy. Oh yeah. He looked like he didn't really want to be there though. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Oh my god, Safari. He was like, Hell this dumb bitch. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, Scott does seem like a draining person, so I can't blame him for really not wanting to be there. I don't know. I think it would depend when you catch me. If I'm already on my way to being Liddy, I could see having a good time with Sky. Oh, yeah. But Fair. if I don't want to be bothered, bitch, shut wanted, the fuck up. If I want to do cocaine, maybe I'd be bothered with Sky. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. But Sky, yeah, you have to be like, you have to be on some type of substance to fuck with Sky. And yeah. you probably have a good time. It don't even have to be cocaine, just be some fire weed and some good liquor. Listen, and you probably I feel like, with Sky. like, if you want to get like some seedy head in the back of the party bus, you call Sky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you will have a good time. But that's only like 5% of the time. The other 95%, please, please leave me alone. Yeah, Scott, people, you only want her to call you when it's turn up time. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Actually, you only, you want to call her when it's turn up time. Like, right. girl, what you, you have to be on my schedule. Yeah, you always turning up, and ain't nobody got time for all that bullshit. Mm. Um, but shout out to Dez, he was there, little cute self. That's nice that he supported his mom. He does have some handsome, some handsome boys. Genesis uh, is nowhere to be found because he isn't. He's oh, Genesis here. did not fuck with her. Genesis had dragged Sky not too long ago on Instagram when she Again? was commenting. This might have been the same time when she commented, like, shouldn't you be at school or something? And he oh, was like, yeah. shouldn't you be somewhere being a mama? Listen, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he didn't lie. I mean, he didn't um, lie. Genesis will never, ha- Genesis and Sky will never have a relationship until Sky is honest. And that's just what the fuck it is. It's a lot that Sky and Sky's uh, baby daddies, baby daddies, 
are leaving out of these children's lives to save their own asses. And um, Genesis knows it. And he's like, girl, fuck you. Not playing with you. So that's just that. Uh, yep. But to the main event, the big show. Speaking of Sky, um, <laughs> she absolutely um, took C's big ass lips and told him exactly like, um, you did you bring this on yourself because you push people away by being a bozo. Well, before that, shout out to Scott for being the human resources manager that we all need. Okay. I too yeah. would like three personal days a month. Yeah. Three mental yeah. health days a month. Sign me the what fuck up. Uh, uh, Correct. Hello. Uh but yeah. Well, let we gotta talk about why she said it. First mm-hmm. of all, sees whoever sees legal team is really um, probably don't even have law degrees. They probably never even passed <laughs> the bar exam. Okay? Because, <laughs> yeah, because uh, an apt attorney would just have tried to subpoena you know, vi- you know, vital information about Alex's health and going from there. His attorney told him to hire a private investigator to see if Alex was telling the truth or not about his injuries and his health. Um, The problem with that is now the world knows that exists and a judge can, a judge can subpoena that information from your attorney and it can work on Alex's behalf. You dumb bitch. Just dumb as hell. Uh, (laughs) Dumb than a motherfucker. He comes to, he he's talking to sky. He all mopey and whiny and Sky like, what's the matter, big bro? Bro, what's the matter? And he's like, <laughs> the private investigator I hired said that shit with Alex true. First of all, fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my one thing. C's and the whole crew and cast of Black Ink have seen that incident enough times to know with with certainty that they injured Alex. Yep. They do not need to have his medical records. He did not need to have a private investigator following Alex to know that they injured that fucking man and ruined his fucking life. Mm-hmm. I ruined his life, sis. He can't even pick his own son up. He'll never tattoo again. I went too far, blah, blah. You always going too fucking far, you bum bitch. Always fucking overcompensating. You've been power tripping on your fucking employees for years now. Yeah. Telling them what they can't do and what they bet not do. You allowed your fucking cousin to potentially fuck up your money. Mm. Because all of this is going to fall on you. Mm-hmm. You are the one with six tattoo shops. Teddy don't got shit but some sneakers and Tati's poots at this point. <laughs> okay. You ruined his fucking life. And now you have concrete evidence that you ruined his life. So instead of doing all that whining and motherfucking belly aching, what you need to be doing is getting on the phone with your attorney. I put that in air quotes if you ain't see it. Your attorney so that your attorney can contact Alex's attorney and you can start figuring out a fucking settlement so that this man could be able to take care of his child and support himself. And figure out his next fucking step. You mad at Donna and you gave this man permanent spinal damage. This this kid looked up to you. 
Alex spoke nothing but highly of C's. When Donna and C's was getting into it the first time earlier in the season, Alex was not in that bullshit. He like, Donna, chill out. I'm not going to get in the middle of this. I got a kid to feed. I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. He never got in the middle of that bullshit. And you snatched his livelihood away from him because you were mad at fucking Donna. Donna, who you have argued with nonstop since she first made her appearance on this fucking show. You went yep. too fucking far and you need to pay. You need to pay. You definitely need to pay. I hope Alex gets one of your tattoo shops or enough money to open his own. Because even if he can't tattoo anymore, he should at least have the opportunity to run a successful shop. You was a nasty bitch. You was a low down, scummy ass nigga. You ain't going to never have good luck. You treat people so bad. And your cousin even more so. Because he kicked this shit off. And now he's mysteriously quiet. Mm-hmm. And he like he always is when you when start reaping when he's wrong and y'all start reaping the the repercussions of the shit that you've done. Mm-hmm. He always cool. leaves your ass high and dry when it's time to face the consequences. He ain't got nothing to say. Yep, because when Scott's it's, told the shop, it, it's but. fucked the whole shop. Well, it's specifically fuck Kitty and Young Bay. Um. They knew what the fuck was going on. And, and the point, like Curtis made a good point. Uh, it ain't probably nothing they really could have did, but then get fired too. But I don't know. I don't know if I could have just sat and watched that happen like that. Not if Donna was my my friend. And yeah. Sky's not very much of a friend of Donna because when Sky got fired, Donna was checking on Sky nonstop. She we was. haven't seen Sky reach out to Donna once. You know, that's a good point. I hadn't even thought of that. You got to watch your allegiances, watch your alliances, watch who you call a friend. And I think Donna and Alex seeing that now. Those yeah, people aren't, aren't her fucking friends. Not friends, not family. Co-workers. Mm-hmm. If that. If right. that. So since we're talking about Donna and Alex. Oof. Um, I, I, I want to take this one, Frank, because Alex, sir, now I understand that you are very frustrated and rightfully so that your life is fucked up. I understand that you are going through a lot of pain, both physically and mentally. However, just, just like you know what just like we were talking about Nene and Greg uh yo you don't have that don't give you the right to take your frustrations frustrations out on Donna especially Donna who if not for her your motherfucking ass would be moping around and not even su- rightfully suing the goddamn blackout sees lips Donna who yeah, is taking taking yeah, Donna, who is taking care of you with, selfishly not even she not even complaining she loves your ass is selfishly taking care of you, getting you the treatment, the lawsuits, everything that you need, and you are flipping out on her and blame, blaming her for your back being fucked up. Alex, you, you got to eat a little bit of shit. Yeah, but then I, I understand his frustrations with Donna because Alex did not want to go to that wedding. They went to a wedding that did not even take place that weekend. Oh, yeah, it was a fake wedding. It was a yeah. fake wedding. They went to that wedding. 
he told her, I like for some reason, he told her I got a bad feeling about this. Like, I don't think we should go. I really don't think we should go. So I understand his frustrations with Donna, but he needs to manifest them differently. Because yes. at the end of the day, the people responsible for how you are right now physically is C's and Teddy. Yeah. At no point did Donna think that they would go there and those niggas would attack him like that. Right. Because yeah. yeah. Donna went there wanting to make peace. She and did. be there for Bay. She did. It was never her intention for Alex to end up having to defend himself against uh, fat ass Teddy against Rasputia and motherfucking Steve. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Cause she did go there making peace. I don't think she even spoke to them. Did, did did she? I don't think she did. Only only when C's popped off, she was like, "Yo, I'm not trying to have no shit. I'm just trying to be here to support Bay. That's yeah. all we here for. I do not want to be beefing." Mm-hmm. So yeah, but you, you, don't you have know that's a fair that's her. yeah that's a fair point because I forgot yeah you know I forgot about that because they did roll that clear back that's a fair point but Ellis needs to manifest his frustrations differently and the, the people some, he needs to get some mental therapy health. to match the physical therapy correct because what yeah. he's going through is traumatic as fuck and I'm not taking that from him to go from doing what you love to barely being able to sit down for more than twenty minutes without having to either lay down or stand up and not knowing if you will ever regain that health back in your back and back injuries. Like we've said before, a lot of people don't recover fully from back injuries. Once right. you have back pain, you always have back pain. So mm -hmm. yeah, but Donna trying to do something nice and we know Donna is kind of stupid and don't always think shit through. She definitely did not mean any harm taking him to the to paint pottery or whatever the case may be. He didn't right. have to blow up on her like that. Um, and hopefully he apologizes to her because yeah, that was mm -hmm. a lot of unnecessary. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that at all. Yeah. Like, I get his frustration because it's like you definitely have to take into consideration a little bit more in your planning because even if his back wasn't fucked up, them chairs was little as shit. Yeah, yeah, but he she definitely did not deserve the onslaught that he unleashed on her. So mm. I definitely do hope that he makes that right. But more important than that, I really hope that um we get to see the resolution of this lawsuit. I want to see yeah. C pay. Yep. Yeah, I don't want y'all to work it out and find a way so that everybody can everybody can stay on the show, focus on Alex and his own shop. Yep. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to see C's cry his way out of this. He needs to pay for what he did. He yep. ruined somebody's life. Like, can you imagine not being able to even pick your own kid up from back yes. pain? Like, come on, man, fuck you. You ruined that man's man. life. Because a motherfucker want to come in and jump you at somebody's wedding? Because his cousin is beefing with your girlfriend over some petty shit at that? Mm. And I want Teddy to pay. I do not want Teddy to squeak under the radar on this one. Me either. Both of them can suffer. I hope that that, 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 that lawsuit needs to be, but it needed to include both of them. Yeah. And not just C's. Because it just it irritates me that Teddy always doing fuck shit and then he can just sit there and be silent and just skate through it every fucking time. 
Because mm-hmm. soon as oh, go ahead, Kurt. Uh, make his bitch ass pay too. All right. Because soon as Skiles told the shot, like, yo, Alex back is really fucked up. They put the camera on Teddy. He just sit there quiet as fuck, just shaking his head. Like, you need to suffer too, you bitch ass nigga. And while we here, so we can punctuate this and we can move on. Tati, you are an extra dumb bitch. Because imagine being brokenhearted over a nigga that cannot admit that he wrong. What do you think you're going to get Ooh. in this relationship from him in the long run? He cannot admit that he wrong for the shit that he did to Alex. He can't admit that he was wrong with the shit that he did to you. He kind of halfway did, but then justified it. Like, oh, well, I was feeling hurt, so I was just going to hurt you back. Like, why would you want to be with a nigga like that? And then gaslit you when you told him that he was wrong about the shit that he did to Alex. Mm-hmm. Turned it into some loyalty shit when you just flat out wrong, and you know you're wrong because you're sitting there like a bitch every time the shit is brought up. Now that you see how serious it is, you ain't got shit to say. You was talking mad shit before though. Yep. Mm. Just like Candace said, you are your ass always doing shit, but then you scared somebody gonna come and take them raggedy sneakers from your ass. And you know what, bitch, is what you deserve. Them ugly ass goddamn glow sneakers, and you a grown ass man, you raggedy bitch. Yeah, I don't care if they authentic. I hope they all. I hope all of those shoes are authentic, and I hope he have to sell them to pay to his settlement to Alex, cause it's what you fucking deserve. Why the fuck should you have nice things and then go and hide your hands after the fact and let everybody else face the consequences? Mm. And sees you a stupid bitch too. Because cousin or not, I wouldn't want nobody like that around me. If you can't stand up next to me all the time, then don't stand up next to me at all. Mm. That's some bullshit that you only want to stand next to C's when it benefits you. Mm. But when he going through it, look at your ass. You sitting on the couch with your motherfucking training bra on, looking like a whole bitch. Mm. Everybody is stupid in that shop. Take us to church, friend. So, this was a true Michelle Kelly Beyonce dragon. (laughs) (laughs) In that order, Destiny's dragging. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I like that as a (laughs) shout We have options, bitch. We really do. Oh my god. All right. So let's wrap things up with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta season eight, episode four, <laughs> Case of the X. Mm. Oh man. I don't know where I want to start with this. Well, hold but... on. No, 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 no. I, I need to start this one. Carly Red. That's where I was going. Oh, look at that. Come on, in sync. Carly Red, you really out here about to be the next Raquel Savage. Talking about you taking sex coach classes. And I'm just... I'm trying to figure out what is it about Carly Red that would make anybody be like, you know who I want to help me with my sex life? Carly Red. I don't even have a problem with that because I know that old bitch is freaky. That don't matter. (laughs) She she keeps somebody and it's got to be the sex because it's not... She doesn't have very many endearing qualities. Outside of probably sucking dick, I'm not. not. She probably eats not. I'm not going that far because 
listen, when pussy is readily available, niggas will do a lot. So mm. I'm not even confident to say that. And and young jock being your vote of confidence, <laughs> I mean, the answer is no. Niggas, niggas love some decent pussy attached to a terrible bitch. So that's why I'm just saying it. It probably decent, but Carly is a terrible vessel. Yeah. I don't want sex lessons from somebody who was just being um, transphobic. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, when but I, not only when that, I, but it's like just because she might be good at fucking, that don't mean she know how to advise other people on it. Well, she's not sex positive, so I don't even want to mm, think about well, I don't yeah. even want to think about it. You know, uh, she was some screenshots came across the timeline this past week of Carly accusing the, the pool woman of being um transgender, but was calling her trans slurs. And I don't want sex coaching from somebody oh, like that. A huge part oh. of sex, a huge part of sex coaching is sex positivity. You're not and, sex positive being transphobic. Oh. Because mm. mm. we was wondering what that was. In the, again, I oh. journalist. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I, maybe because I was busy at work or some shit and didn't explain it good. But yeah, she deleted it. But that screenshot is her saying that Pooh is a, is a trans woman. Mm. And in oh. which... Well, for that, Carly and, Ray, you can forever eat shit. And that whole rant, no slurs. But what is crazy is like, Pooh said you ate her ass. So what's up? Mm. Mm. And what reason does Pooh have to lie? Because mm. she mm. clearly don't need nothing from this show. Clearly. <laughs> Carly Ray, you just an old, messy, trifling, transphobic ass bitch. And you, you know, you can suffer. Mm-hmm. I mean, and listen. This- and then on top of that, she's really just a fucking bozo. Who gives they ex who has just asked her about sexual shit an invitation to their fucking engagement party? And don't Jock tell their fiance was, that they inviting the nigga. Jock was just asking Carly if she still do that same foot trick. First of all, let me tell you this. That was cringeworthy. Very. I'm engaged. Matter of fact, I'm checking the back. I'm single. If I'm not fucking you, don't talk to me about sex, especially on your radio show. Mm. Don't um, bring up sex we've had on your fucking radio show. Yeah, if I'm, I'm engaged, doubly do not bring up sex that we've had on your fucking radio show. Can I be honest? I I think that radio shit is just some owner shit because I ain't never heard no damn Young Jock radio show here in, in Atlanta. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Maybe it's like an internet radio show. May it got to be, it which is basically a podcast. Th- pretty, yeah. it got to be because no shade. That's no shade at all. I mean, look where you at. Tuned into. Yeah, right. I mean, it's people out here killing it on internet radio, but it's not the same. We know right. that it's not the same yeah. thing. Hell, it might be a better look because shit, the internet we know is worldwide. True, but I just. I don't understand Carly Red at all. Mm. And I'm like, weren't you just flirting with Young Jock last season? Like, all of this just seemed very fucking weird. And speaking of, so now Young Jock allegedly has this lawyer girlfriend. I'm glad you said allegedly because I have questions. <clears throat> I don't have questions. I have a gut feeling. I have intuition. That's what I have. My niggy sense is like, mm, something in the milk ain't clean, but okay. Come on. I'm going to let y'all rock. Come on, clairvoyant Curtis. Oh, don't put that on me. 
Listen, they already dragged my ass enough for even suggesting a fucking DC movie that didn't center around Batman and Joker from the Batman world. I don't need to get clairvoyant Curtis. Ugh. Don't get me canceled like you. Shit. No lawsuits pending over here. Okay. My money is for me. shout out to john on that one um but yeah so this uh, is it just me or is she a bozo because i'm trying to why are you angling to go to your boyfriend's ex's engagement party advocating why do you want that to be where you debut your relationship with this nigga that is hella fucking weird to me Like, what are you trying to prove to Carly Red? They don't want each other. They both know that at any time, if they did, they could have each other. They don't want each other. You allegedly been with this man for two years, and you decide when you would need to make your big debut. It's at this nigga's ex's <laughs> engagement party. Help me understand. Really trying to convince him. That's why I want to go. That's what I want to do, girl. Listen. Why are you trying to put your man in mess? Listen. Okay, I just did not understand that. So I'm sorry. I listen. Maybe somebody got the tea on her, but to me, it just looked like this is somebody from the production crew that's gonna pretend to be Jock Girl <laughs> so that we can facilitate some mess. He gonna go to the baby to not to the baby shower to the engagement party, and some bullshit gonna pop off. Listen, that's what it all, feels like. I hope that's not the case. Not that I feel like Jock, you know, deserves nice things or anything like that. But I like Jock as the comedic relief. So agree. I don't like him having an actual storyline. Yeah, I don't. Need I don't. That. E- I don't even mind him having a storyline. <laughs> I just don't care to see him in mess. Yeah, especially also, over Carly fucking Red. And also, I mean, I, <laughs> this is gonna be fucked up, but I don't see nobody that's an actual lawyer dating no fucking young Jock. That's a strange pairing, to be sure. Very. So, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm because I just don't. Young Jock have like eight kids. Yep. Yeah, he got a lot of fucking kids, man. I'm good. Love, enjoy. He got a whole basketball team. I am good. Love in the fuck joy. Mm. And didn't ain't his dick little too? Yep. Sis, what are you getting out of this? <laughs> okay, so friend, I think we have deduced this has got to be somebody from. <laughs> it's just too much shit going on. I just, I mean, maybe it's not. What I will settle on is that I have a lot of fucking questions, <laughs> <laughs> and we can park it right there. Take the keys out the ignition. I have a lot of questions. Mm. And Young Jock is not attractive, but at all. I, mm. <coughs> but like, you know, no accounting for taste. I guess. Speaking of not accounting for taste, um, no, actually, we're gonna save that for last. So let's see, KK. <laughs> well, she ain't got no taste, so it's still kind of fits. Yeah, I, I just you know, segue fits. I just had to pick a different person. Mm-hmm. KK acting like Sky when it comes to scrapping his father. Like, <laughs> what are you hiding, ma'am? Because it, it makes literally no sense for you to be going to be reacting the way that you do 
with Scrap just for asking questions. That man is how old is Scrap? He got to be at least what 27, 28? Yes. Yeah. He, he need to get that skin together because he look <laughs> older than that. But I'm being I'm trying to be fair. Mm. That man 27, 28, however old he is, and you know, he in his 20s and his 30s, whatever. At this point, why are you still trying to withhold the truth from this man? Can't get mad and get like he said, get in your feelings when he asks you questions that any son, not no matter how old they are, would have of their mama holding some some shit from him. And I'm just like, how much of a bozo do you have to be to feel like I'm a spring a surprise sister on my son, but I don't want him to ask me no questions? How does how does that make sense in your mind, KK? Well, when you're a bozo ass bitch, so. I'm sorry, Scrap, but your mama is definitely a bozo. She a bozo. She did beat mama. But honestly, I mean, we'll get to it, but you are clearly used to being surrounded by bozos. Yeah. Let's see. Carly read one more thing because I have forgotten about the baby part. I'm just real concerned. I mean, you know, I'm not rooting for Carly Red or anything like that, but the image that you're putting on TV that you feel like in order to solidify your relationship with this man, y'all need to have a baby together. And honestly, you know what? I take all my, I withdraw all of my questions, Your Honor, because the fact that you feel like that baby is going to solidify that relationship tells me everything I need to know. Yep. If we're going to be honest about the situation. Uh, Let's see. Monice and Akbar met up. We don't want this joint EP. I don't know why you feel like we want music from you, Monice. Listen, that's the Deadbeat Mom EP. Okay. (laughs) Mojizzle music. Well, you have had you have had your sketches on his neck for weeks now. <laughs> well, I mean, shit. The listen, supplies, you have so had I mean. them Blanche, Listen, you've had your Blanche Devereaux britches pulled up to get at his ass, boy. You is not fucking playing at all. The well, journey never forgets. I stand. I do what I can, French. Thank you. Mm. I'm gonna let you know. Well, I mean, she is a deadbeat mama, so you know it applies. Yo, they that's both. the part. That's what jumped out of me because I think somebody called Monisa a good mama, uh, KK, and I was like, ooh. Because she was putting on because she want Monisa. Because she a deadbeat mama. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she ain't shit mama. Yeah, it's a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. I, she, said, she said that. I was like, nah, I know you fucking lying. But y'all right. She a deadbeat too. Yeah, so. sisterhood of the whack ass mamas. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> the League of Extraordinarily <laughs> Poor Mamas. <laughs> oh my God. Um, speaking of poor mamas, so Mama D. I don't even know that we could call Mama D a poor mama because Scrappy turned into something at one point. She oh, ain't man. she ain't nothing like KK. Yeah, she she had a poor mama. She just she was a pimp. She was a madam. Yeah, yeah. 
No, no, I'm just I'm just referring to the situation as a whole. The actual poor mama in this situation is CC because bitch, how did you, you are homeless? How did you need <laughs> you a ride homeless. from the motel six? How did you get there to begin with? Production couldn't give you a ride back. Listen, I am listen, I am dumbfounded at this woman that came all the way from California to be homeless and live in pillar to motherfucking post. I'm not because I feel like her ass must have been homeless in California. That's why she hopped on that plane. Because if you had a home to go back to, none of this makes any sense to me. I'm sorry, it just doesn't at all. Yep. Well, you could be like, you know what? I'll be back when you have the baby. Listen, I'm not dealing with this shit. Fuck, listen, fuck Scrappy Mama. Listen. <laughs> with the former president of the Lakers dick. That's mm. rude. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so CC calls uh Bambi to get a ride from the motel. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the fact that Bambi is 100 months pregnant. Listen. But she couldn't call Scrappy because I guess Scrappy can't drive because of his foot. There is a raggedy-ass family, boy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's real bad. And so Bambi is so completely over the shit. So she (laughs) she goes to the Motel 6 and it's like, girl, you need to get your life together. And so then her mama starts talking to her crazy because Bambi is speaking facts like you need to get it together. Like you have not been supported. You haven't been the same since my father died. That was 15 years ago. Like, but girl, I need you to step up and be a grandmother. I'm about to have a baby. Yeah, I think she's doing everything, but her mom looks like a recovering drug addict to me. Yeah, so, I agree. That wig, yeah. that wig sells it. Yeah, like Bambi is saying it without saying it. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah. with that. And so, um, you know, her mama starts getting in her feelings, and it's basically like, well, basically you can go. And Bambi is like, girl, I'm not playing with you. Get your shit and let's go. I don't care that you don't like what I'm saying. You always do this. But what we're not about to do is sit up in this Motel 6. This is ridiculous. Bring your fucking ass. Listen, Bambi is not playing with no fucking body. You know what? Nor should she. You're right. Nor should she. She is a full eight to nine months pregnant. She don't have, literally does not have the time or the energy to play with nobody, especially no grown ass heifers who's supposed to be her child's grandmothers. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be playing with them stable of bitches either. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. Shit, you're about to be stressing me. Listen. Listen. And so then, so, so what are we thinking on this new development of Scrappy allegedly purchasing a home for himself and Bambi and young baby, whatever? Because I don't remember if it's a boy or girl. Is it a girl? I don't. I did th- they ever say? I'm not I don't sure. think it's a. I think they having a boy. Okay. Cause they refer to him as like the young prince or whatever. Okay. Oh, yeah. Either way, <laughs> either way, it this whole timeline of financial <laughs> events is strange to me because <laughs> you go from having a condo to and they keep, they keep saying that that condo was being renovated but i thought that that was a house that was being renovated because when he pulled up that didn't look like no condo that looked like a townhouse remember last season when he pulled mm-hmm. up and mama d was yeah. in bob the builder overalls yeah and yeah. they're fucking up them people house yeah mm-hmm. but you know what i i will 
modify my theory on that. I feel like they went to a townhouse that was being renovated and production paid them some money to let them film a scene. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, only, it's only been like a year or even less. The lease, ain't, it's been less than a year because she was pregnant then. She's still pregnant now. Y'all skipped out on the lease? No. No. All right. You're not going to play in our face. Talking about we went back to Miami, then we had to come back and stay with Ma Dukes. And now I got this house. Get the fuck out of here. I I just, I don't understand it. I do not understand it. I feel like, Moni, you've been in the game too long for all these plot holes. Listen. For y'all to be so heavy fisted to try to move storylines along, like eight eight season in eight seasons in just on this franchise alone, you should be a lot more uh magician with it. Like we should not be able to see your hands when you doing your tricks. Yeah, you showing all your spades and all of them look. Mm-hmm. What a what a niggy reference. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I am a niggy friend. The niggies remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or oh, the niggies know. Um, and so when Scrappy met up with uh, uh his mama and Cece and they worked out their issues. Mm-hmm. Um, that one part when what did Mama D say? She said then she say I apologize for you thinking you could whoop my ass. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> She said, "She said I apologize for letting she you know." She was a real that, bitch for that one. She was like, "I apologize for letting you know that you can't whoop my ass," <laughs> and I believe that. See, Yo, she, got she, her whole she had a. I ain't gonna lie, Mama D annoying, but she had a fan in me with that one. Yeah, like CC, this, this ain't was, what you want. Mama D will a, stab you, girl. <laughs> stab him. Well, her stab her. We should totally just stab CC. No. <laughs> Yeah. That was about that was a that was a boss ass line though. I was like, okay, mama. Yeah, yeah. I was here for that. Mama D was like B I C T H in in that order. <laughs> in that order. In that order. <laughs> that wig wasn't in bitch. order. <laughs> and that tooth definitely wasn't in order. In order. All right, all right, Peter, that tooth. All right, Peter, that tooth. I hope it's living a fantastic life with somebody that loves it. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, for once, her wig was phenomenal. KK and that purple wig. That yeah. shit was super yeah. flame. Yeah. When but I wish I would have seen it on a less ugly bitch. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because Karen King, cute you are not. Mm, no, no, she is not. Mm-mm. So, um, I like Akbar V. I do like her. Let me rephrase, because I don't want to give too much. But her music trash. I like how she's been conducting herself so far on the show. Yeah. That's that's as much as I'm willing to give you. Because just the shit that you have already endured in your life leaves me with a lot of questions about you. But I like that you are unapologetically ghetto. I like that you seem to have some common sense. Maybe not when it comes to your own life, but in that uterus birth control. (laughs) 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 I will say it. I am a woman. I will say it. I don't 
want my co-host to get pegged as anti-woman, but you have seemed to make some questionable choices about <clears throat> contraceptives. And uh it is what it is. Yeah, very fair. Yeah. Oh. However, I do I, like her her little energy so far on the show. Yeah. yeah. Listen, those was... bars were hella weird to me though. I'm sorry mm, on that yeah, song. Yeah. Uh her music stinks. Mike and I <laughs> actually <laughs> I made Mike listen to some of her music and he was like, bitch, what the fuck is this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but for real, Mike was like, uh, turn that shit off. Niggas is trying to listen to silence. <laughs> oh, man. But shout out to her for showing up in that fucking uh, bonnet. Yeah. And she and was also- like, Monique's girl. <laughs> Now, I know a little bit about a little bit, but it ain't my place, and I'm not getting involved. I'm just going to ask you, is you sure? Mm-hmm. And Monique's dumbass. I don't know if I should show up with the bouquet of flowers or a baseball bat. Girl, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like... <laughs> okay, I guess that's what she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't talking about shit. I don't... Am I missing the appeal about Scrap? Yes. Like, I don't... So am I. (laughs) I mean, because, you know, it's different strokes for different folks, but sometimes other people might see it even if you don't. Somebody might see a charisma that you don't see, but I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I will say this. I... Listen. He... I don't get it. He... He... I don't find him to be attractive and he looks like he he too looks like he read with his thumb so i don't i don't get it i mean my sincerest hope is that the dick is good because otherwise there's no reason for y'all to be looking like extra big bozos like y'all gonna look like bozos regardless but to be going to the extremes like oh i should show up with a baseball bat for what and who are you going to use it on? Because the only one you should be mad at in this situation <clears throat> is Scrap. It don't matter what's going on with uh, Tierra. You don't have no beef with her. Because she ain't she ain't did nothing to you. She ain't promised you shit. She not getting in between them walls. Them deadbeat mama walls. So I'm trying to figure out why would you have that kind of energy? And also, Monice, we know you can't fight. Well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you've, who, ha- you've had your crazy moments where you've let some people <laughs> have it, but as far I as just, being able to square <clears> up, <throat> perhaps not. I don't want to be judgmental, but I'm going to be judgmental because I just feel like we see so much of Monique always chasing love. They're <laughs> chasing something, mm. chasing. We, we see her doing a lot of everything but making strides in a career and so that she can provide for her kid or so that she can get back to her kid. Like, Monice is always chasing dick, whether it be attached to a man or attached to a stud. Yeah. And I just really want her to sit the fuck down and focus on herself as a woman, herself as a mother, her career aspirations because one day eventually the love and hip hop franchise will dry up. The tides will change 
and it may dry up or it may it may always keep going but the cast will switch up yep absolutely and so i'm tired of monice i am i'm tired of monice i'm tired of her antics i'm tired of her just hopping from one mediocre dick to the next i've had enough i from from you had a baby with fizz after b2k AD, I don't know. I don't know what to say about gastric bypass Rosie O'Donnell. It's mm. just not my business. Mm. Rich, did we forget about Rich Dollars? Mm. That oh, was the mess mm. too. <clears throat> Back to AD, now scrap. Give us a break, bitch. Please. Also, you look like a New York subway rat. Mm. Mm. I don't want to hear about your sex life. Mm. I said we said it last week. Nothing about Monique screams sexy to me. Nothing about scraps screams sexy to me. So they just around here having ugly fucking sex, you know, everybody's nerves. Particularly Tierra's. So, <laughs> all sorts of segues. So let's pick up where let's my go. Illustrious mm. co-host left off last week in that. This situation with with Tierra, mm. you have taken Bozo <laughs> to heights <laughs> never seen, and, and I am and genuinely confused by your idiocy because you literally sat up here doing all this fucking performing, and then we come to find out, not only did you never visit the man in the three years he was in jail, you also married another motherfucker, and I can't seem to get the timeline quite right, but I thought somebody mentioned that she also had a baby with the motherfucker that she married. Mm. You did all of this living in these three years, not giving a single solitary fuck about what Scrap was going through. He gets out of jail, is in a halfway house, got a questionable situation at best. And the only thing you can think of is trying to give him some pussy when he has made it obvious that he don't want it. Could he be a little bit clearer? Could he have been upfront with the shit with Moniz? Yes. yes. But he also has yes. not given you any inclination that he wanted got, to smit, sniff that pum pum at all. We, we got to take a break real quick because we got to stop here for a second. He literally walked out the door on his goddamn welcome home party and left. <laughs> Moniz came to pick him up. They sat in the car and talked and he was like, you ready to go? And she was like, yeah, and they pulled off the tear in that motherfucking house talking about where is scrap. Somebody find scrap. Well, you know what oh. you know what they should have done? Oh. What would have made that perfect is if after they drove off and T and Tierra, Tierra can't came outside. No, if they had zoomed in and, and shown that Scrap had left the key somewhere, <laughs> I would have lost my shit. Oh. Scrap, and she looked down and see the key like this motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, and that was his intention. Listen, I was not. I was. I was like here. 
initially I was like, okay, maybe he gonna go back in the house and be like, y'all know what time it is. I need to get back to the halfway house. You know, I got curfew. He was like, you ready to go? And she was like, yeah. And they just pulled off and tear in the house. It was like, where did scrap go? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, scrap brother lying for him. Like, let me go outside and holla at him. <laughs> <laughs> I know where he at. Listen, let me say. <laughs> he did know where he was. We, <laughs> he was so, trying to like, get some like, pussy before he had to go back to the halfway yeah, house. Like, we knew... Like Curtis said, like he could have been a little more upfront, honest with Tierra. But after her nasty ass reaction to him telling her the truth, I see why he was just kind of dreading giving her the whole truth. Yeah. Like he know who he who she is. He said so it. I just I feel like I feel like Tierra has a history of this. And we are just now seeing it because when we were initially seeing Tierra, she was always boxing with fucking Tommy and going head up with Tommy. But now I understand why he wants to be as far away as possible from Tierra outside of co-parenting. Like it's far more than just, you know, he want to start a new, even though I don't know how you start a new with fucking Moni Slaughter, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> it ain't mm. Tierra. Um, but she's fucking abusive. Yep. Like she was trying to harm him. Like what gives you the right to hit somebody in the face like that? Cause they say something you don't like. Cause they don't want to be with you. And you proving the point of why they don't want to be with you. Right. You put Cause he'll end up back in jail fucking with Tierra. Cause he yep. had to beat her ass. And he knew that. That's why he's like, you know what? I'm going upstairs. Here, here go her stupid ass. Oh, he going out the back door. I'm going to run around. He's like, I'm going upstairs. I'm not dealing with this shit, man. It's like, you stupid ass bitch. He's like, I'm not, a, I'm not about to jeopardize my chances of getting parole fucking with this dumb <coughs> bitch. I already got pussy. I'm I'm good. Right. That shit pissed me off so yeah. bad. And it's and not because, like, like you said, Scrap probably should have told her way sooner but but now just seeing it's like like you just said what gives you the right and the authority to attack somebody like that who has not done anything to you even when she was like you fucking this person he like i don't owe you that explanation i'm not with you mm-hmm. and she like like no, in a grand scheme of things you got us like you got us defending a straight man bitches you crazy Mm, 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 mm. You hate to see you, it. You on our eat shit list. We do. We are not in the business of defending straight men around here. Not at all. But you literally attacked this man. This man didn't lead you on. He ain't get no pussy from you. I could see if he slept with you once or twice since he had been home and then broke this news to you. He has not slept with you. He has told you he is not trying to get into nothing with you like that. He has told you that. He didn't want this fucking coming home party. He like he has made it pretty. If anybody with a half of a fucking brain, Read it room. was pretty. It was pretty clear he didn't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. But he also, <clears throat> even though he didn't say straight out of his mouth, "I don't want to be with you," he still didn't take advantage of you. He wasn't like, well, the pussy here to get, so let me go on and get it. He was like, I'm good, love, enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
I'm straight. And you really tried to beat him the fuck up and then had a meltdown when production dragged your ass out the house. He locked the door and went upstairs and took a nap on you. <laughs> he like, let me go upstairs, take a nap. This bitch crazy. And she banging on the back door. Scrap, scrap. Oh, you going to lock me out? Uh, Yes, bitch. You are crazy. And this is not even my fucking house. And that then, had to have been his sister's house. Yeah, that was his sister's house. Then you put him in a very, very, very difficult position because he can't call the police on you because the probability of him being arrested is far greater than you being arrested, Ooh, even though point. you're the violent mm-hmm. attacker. Good point. Or, yeah, yeah, because y'all at best would probably both get arrested. Yeah. yeah. And then you fuck up his chances and now he can't make parole. Ain't no telling when he gonna be uh, getting out of jail at that point, fucking around with you. You, you both put him in a bitch. very, very nasty position. Mm-hmm. But again, so. it goes all the way back to what you said last week. You left this man for dead in jail. Where do you get off with this sense of entitlement when it comes to him just because he your baby daddy? You didn't left do shit for, for that nigga when while he got, in jail. Got when married, got married, had another had baby. Another, come on. Girl. Ooh. And then mm-hmm. you got the nerve to be mad and put your hands on him? Because he trying because to chase happiness. Left- now, granted, he is crazy as fuck for thinking he can chase happiness with fucking Moniz. Nice, his mama, yeah. listening to his dumbass mama. mama. I don't know why your <laughs> mama... <laughs> Whatever. I'm... What's crazy is he has not said a word about her actions when he was in jail because... Before he went to jail, him and Tierra was fucking. And remember when she it left off on the uh, one season finale and she was taking a pregnancy test and she wasn't sure who she was pregnant by? Mm-hmm. It turned out to be the nigga that she ended up marrying. You mm-hmm. was fucking scrap and another nigga while you was at that point in time. And when when the money dried up with scrap, he no longer could sell drugs and shit. He's sitting in jail. You was like, fuck you, bro. Let me go marry the nigga that's free, which I feel you. I probably would have done the same thing. However, I would stand in my truth and be accountable for what I did. I would not expect the person that I dipped off on because they was going to jail to want me back once they free again. After I done went and married somebody and had another baby while you locked up in jail. I wouldn't do that. I would hold myself accountable. I made that bed. Let me lay in that motherfucker. Yep. <clears throat> and I think I think um even V said Altball V said that she in the earlier conversations because she was dragging the fuck out of Tierra to be honest she was like you left this man for, like we saying you left this man for dead are y'all are you sure you want him what done changed and she, her stupid are ass you couldn't sure even he won't you right and her stupid ass couldn't even have an answer really listen because Akbar was like oh baby I'm not gonna be able to make it I'm I'm sick that day. You know what? I have um I have a, a broken leg schedule for that day. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be able to make it. I check my I gotta go to my kids' parents' conference. <clears throat> like, mm-hmm. I checked on it and it turns out I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Tierra, you just you you get the you we gotta bring it back. You get the truly trash of the week. Truly Maybe. trash, yeah. and I want to resurrect something that uh, Candace said last week. You should not be on this show. Like this should be your last episode. Because mm-hmm. this this is not the same as having a fight with a bitch, throwing a drink, maybe getting a, a shot in, and maybe you know lifting the wig off somebody's head like Masika did. 
to haze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you flat out putting your hands on somebody when y'all sitting down having just a normal, uh, just Com- easy going conversation. This is domestic violence, literally, yes. and you mm-hmm. need to be held accountable for it. You cannot just be putting your hands on people like that. And that says a lot about VH1, about Mona Me Productions, mm. that y'all are not holding people. Well, let me rephrase holding women accountable when they are abusing men because it don't matter how wrong scrap was even though he wasn't that wrong he was a little bit but not to the degree that you just put your hands on somebody like you don't get no sympathy over here because in the whole situation you are looking stupid because of you not because of him because of you he didn't do nothing to embarrass you. you. That was all you. Nobody told you to do all that weird, creepy shit at that party in front of his fucking family. Talking about, oh, here's a key to my pussy and my titties and my house. Girl, are you insane? Yes. Only mm. for you to turn around <laughs> and sit up here and put your hands on this man like that. Mm-hmm. And expect him and demand for him to keep talking to you. My bitch, you don't have nothing to say to me ever. You can speak to me through lawyers. When it has anything to do with our child. Outside of that, you don't have no license to speak to me for shit forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could suck a you could suck a dick that's not scrapped truthfully. Oh, Easter bunny looking ass fucking bitch. You got a whole that lot bitch of do fucking look nerve. like Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Candace, I was thinking the same. <laughs> oh, Stuart little ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I mean, the more I look at her, she's not even that super fine to me. I used she to not. think she was really fucking pretty, but listen, because she, last not. week you was like, "Oh, Tierra, fine," and I was like, mm, "I don't." I got a close up look of. I was like, "She got a nice body," but in the face, yeah. she got a nice body, but in the face, it's just like, eh. I could she, have a V eight. <laughs> yeah, she kind she kind of looked like a cold boot in the face. Mm. Yeah, she's a trifling bitch, girl. Fuck you. But yeah, you trifling as fuck. Like you. You got a whole lot of fucking nerve. And at this point, you know, I'm okay with you getting beat up at this point. Let me rephrase. I'm okay with you getting your face slapped at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's what you deserve. You ain't have to slap his face like that. Yep. Yeah, you was trying to do harm, bitch. Literal harm. Like, she was like balled up fist. Like, she was trying to punch him. So I have to give Scrap his roses because for either being a good enough man to not have handled that in a poor way or to be mindful enough to be like, you know what? I'm trying to make parole. I'm not about to go here with this bitch. I don't know which is which because I don't know you like that. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt in the situation. And I'm glad that you handled it the way that you did. And he was real smooth with the shit. He was like, oh. Lock the door. Went I'm going upstairs, man. I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah, he was like, let me go on and get upstairs. Mm-hmm. They fall lay down this there. bitch wilding. Scrap, scrap. She'll be not beating on the door and shit. I'm like, girl, you got a whole lot of fucking nerve. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of nerve. You have been hella trifling towards this nigga for three plus years. Mm-hmm. You must be fucking somebody else. And if he is, bitch, you the only dumbass that's sitting up here been waiting for him to come home. And then we didn't even talk about the fact that you basically treating a nigga like a consolation prize because the shit didn't work out with the nigga that you married while he was in jail. Mm. If we're going to be honest. 
And you mad that he don't want to be a consolation prize? Mm. Imagine he like we can the only co word I want to do with you coexist and co-parent, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and even coexist be far away from me because you got a hands problem. You know what? Fair, very fair. Bitch, you look like a woodland elf. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 oh, keep looking, bitch. Uh, old Santa's workshop ass, bitch. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Well, friends and ratcheteers, I think that is going to wrap up this episode. We have talked yes. a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we dragged this. We dragged today, yeah. baby. We got yeah, in was... that bag. Listen, mm. this was the, the den of draggings for sure. Mm-hmm. We did more than get in the bag. We went in a in our luggage, and <laughs> we unpacked some dragons. Okay, <laughs> no Pharaoh. Yeah, but it was good. So, uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting the network. Thank you to people who leave ratings and reviews. If you have not done that, please pop over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star rating. If you really love us, write a nice review. We'll read it on the show. Uh, support the network. You can do so by buying some merch. Go to flawlessnoises.com slash store. Pick yourself up a shirt. Like I said, we have network shirts. We have Wretched Rambling shirts. We have a Gay Side Story shirt. And coming soon, we'll have a Mama Meets World shirt. And after that, we'll debut some Crown and College merch. So listen, buy a shirt. Help us out. Like I said, it helps keep the lights on, as Jeremy and or Bianca would say. And if you want some bonus content because you love us so much, or if you love some other particular host on the network, you can go to patreon.com slash flawless noises. And we have different subscription levels. We have a $5 level, which will get you about five or six bonus shows, including first stories of black mamas, the portal with Mike and Candace bring it bike with Bianca and Jeremy on the $10 level. We have video content and we have the weekly wind down with Candace and myself. And Oh, so by the time you hear this, the episode of season eight of game of Thrones will be airing or will have aired. Uh, So the network, we're going to be doing a recap show of this final season of Game of Thrones. That is going to be released under the network feed. So if you go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever your favorite podcast platform is, if you search for Flawless Noises, there should be a feed with the Flawless Noises logo where it says get to know our sound. If you subscribe to that uh, I post clips and things from the shows, but that's where our Game of Thrones recap is going to be. So be on the lookout for that. It should be out probably Wednesday or Thursday, and we'll do that and wrap up this season. It's a limited run, but we may do that in the future. I'm thinking off the top of my head, we'll probably do the same thing for Insecure this summer. So check us out. Like I said, we are putting in work, and we want you to be entertained. So come on through, subscribe to the Patreon, subscribe to our free shows. If you can't 
support us if you can't buy merch if you can't subscribe to the patreon just give our network shows give ratchet ramblings gay side stories crown and collars not so newlywed mama meets world give them some spins because we do get ads uh we do get ad revenue from those those anchor ads that you hear so give the shows a listen put your friends on tell them to listen to ratchet ramblings help us get some extra spins Put a little change in our pocket and we're going to continue to give you this great hashtag content. I think that's it. Huh? I'll throw it to my co-host. You guys have anything else before we get to Bye, niggas. We out. That would be a no. So we'll see y'all next week. Bye.